Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Lexi. And I'm Gabby. And we're the Fuller Sisters. And you're listening to Chicken Noodle Scoop. Honestly, I could not think of a noodle, so you guys just got hey guys today. I apologize. Or if you're over the noodle, you're welcome. So are we. So we're just going to not do the (laughs) noodle thing at the beginning anymore. It was a cute, fun idea in the beginning, but there's only so many noodle shapes that you can use. And I've definitely run out. I don't know what else to call you guys. So you're probably going to be referred to as humans now. (laughs) Darn. (laughs) Welcome back to this week's podcast. We are back together, both of us, recording again. Yeah, I was going to say we're not together, but we're recording. Well, last week was just you and mom, so that's what I mean. Like, oh, both of true. us are here this week. Yes. We are here, both here, but we are not together. We are, well, I'm in Florida, like normal. And, and I am in Buffalo. snowy Buffalo. So this week, we decided to do a trial run of an advice podcast. I love listening to these, so we wanted to give it a try. So we asked on the Chicken Noodle Scoop Instagram, and then I also put it on my Instagram to DM us for some advice. Also, I'm sorry if you hear a crinkling. Cloud had to decide to play with his loudest toy right now. <laughs> but he gets bored of toys really fast, so he'll get over in two seconds. So we asked you guys for some advice, and we're going to go through some of the questions that we screenshotted and just chat a little bit. Obviously, everybody's going to remain anonymous so that you know people's personal lives aren't out on the internet. However, we did want to go through and just give our take. I know I like like Gabby said, I like listening to advice podcasts too, so we just wanted to sort of I don't know, chat about other people's problems for a little bit and not our own. Disclaimer, we probably have no responsibility or right to be giving people advice and I'm sure no. a lot of these categories. No. But this is all just out of fun. You yeah. guys asked for it. Cloud, please stop <laughs> just throwing your toy around. Anyway, before we get into that, we are going to get into our weekly scoop. So, Lex, you had a busy week. week. Yeah, it has been a week, let me tell you. So, we are officially moved into the brand new place. This is the first episode that I'm recording in our new apartment, or townhouse, really. And we moved until, like, one in the morning the past, like, three nights. And everything is officially in here, but we still have a lot to go with unpacking and things like that. But I'm really excited. It's a lot more space. Um, I don't know why my voice just cracked like that. It sounded like I was about to cry. (laughs) It's a lot more space. And it'll be really great once everything's unpacked. But right now, there is just boxes everywhere. And between that and school stuff, it's just been... It's been stressful, but it's getting there. It's about it. It'll probably take a while to fully unpack and furnish that whole place. Just because you guys are in such a busy part of the year right now. Yeah, this was not the best time to move. But yeah. And I'm excited because there's way more room for me to hang out when I come. Yes, you guys need to come visit ASAP. Yeah, we do. Anything else happened? Um, I mean, you were also gone last week, so any exciting things happened between now and then? No, literally none. I Just packing and moving <laughs> has exhausted me. And school now, I have my first exams coming up this week. So as soon as we're done podcasting, I need to go study for those because I've been very, very... uh lazy on the school front these days but that's all right i'm over it it'll be fine one thing i do want to say maybe somebody can help me with this if you've ever moved and your mail has been messed up can you like let me know how i fix that like our parents both sent us like little small things in the mail and i have gotten neither of them and i changed my address here like last week so that everything would be forwarded here and i have received nothing so let me know if i can fix that if you're listening and you know how 
that's that's <laughs> all for this somehow a mailman and you're listening to this <laughs> well no but if you've moved i mean i've moved before yeah. and that's never happened I've moved before. that's what i was gonna say though i've moved and i've never had that happen i just like forwarded my new address and everything was fine yeah i don't know but all right gab what about your week um just a typical school and practice but i feel like i'm at a decent point in the semester where i like know how the rest of the semester rest of the semester is gonna go and it seems pretty easy going i only have like one legit class with tests um other than that the only thing that's really been taking up most of my time is my senior design class not even the class i don't honestly go to the class because it's at like a weird time and i have to go to work anyway so i sit in the class for like 15 minutes and then leave but it's just we got to build like our whole robot and everything so I just have to meet with my group for like three hours a week and it just takes forever other than that um I haven't really done too much I feel like I'm back in that just like boring routine of everything but I have gotten some really cool like potential exciting opportunities that I've been emailed about so I'm really excited about that I'm I don't excited know what for I can that say. because I, I could that possibly person, like, be involved <laughs> Yeah, so I'm really excited. You guys will obviously know if it happens, when it happens, all that jazz. But that's pretty much it, honestly. I didn't really do anything that exciting this week. We went to Trader Joe's today. That was pretty exciting. Yeah, we went shopping again. We went to Home Goods. We've been to Home Goods and then either Lowe's or Home Depot at least once a day since like the past, I don't even know. We just are constantly going. But what happens when you move we had sean's installation dinner last night for the fire hall so that was fun good food free drinks ice cream dancing my body hurts today from dancing (laughs) we had a day yesterday where we just put on some netflix we started watching next in fashion on netflix which i feel like is just basically project runway but it is so good so we started watching that and we just kind of sat on the couch all day until i had to go to practice that night but i feel like i haven't had a day to just do nothing in a really long time so that was nice. But then today at Trader Joe's, Lake wanted to get a bottle of wine. And I, like, don't. There was one bottle of wine that I liked in Italy that I, well, that I could at least, like, drink. And I literally hate alcohol. So he wanted to get one. And then I was, like, checking out. And I was, like, right next to the card thing. So the lady asked for the ID. So I just gave her mine because I'm also over 21. And she looks at it, looks up to me. She goes, huh, you have a baby face. <laughs> I was like okay but I'm almost 22 so you can think I'm 14 like she kind of like held my ID for a while I was like okay yeah I know I look 12 yeah but I'm not I get that all the time or when I'm working people are like are you even old enough to be behind the bar like yes yes, (laughs) you know what's crazy though when we were younger I feel like 21 year olds looked so old oh yeah but now that I'm 21 and like all my friends I feel like they don't look that old like I don't know I agree. I feel like we look so much younger than, like, the past generations. But then it's weird because now, like, middle schoolers look so much older than I did in middle school. Oh, yeah. That's because of, like, social media and everything. Everyone looks different. Yeah. I don't know. It sucks because I... Anyway, that's it. Well, I was going to say, you know, (laughs) one one complaint that I do have. We had such... I was looking at our old school pictures the other day. We had such bad, awkward phases, and kids Mm -hmm. don't have those anymore. Like, I no, look no, at no. middle schoolers and those, all those girls on TikTok, and I'm like, you look older than me, and you're, like, 14. Like, what are you going to look back on and be like, oh, my gosh, do you remember those days? Because they don't have those. It's tragic. Mm-hmm. And all of ours were on Facebook, so now for the world to see. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. They're funny now. 
All right. right. Well, that's enough rambling of this week, I guess. Because honestly, nothing really happened. I feel like we both just did usual human things. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing exciting. But now, speaking of human things, let's get into the advice part of this podcast. So, do you want to start or do you want me to start? I can start on this one. All right. So, this first question says, I need to get over somebody. It's a no-hope situation. How do I go about doing that? So, we were thinking that we were actually going to do a whole breakup episode and like getting over breakups and being independent and all of that. So, we're going to do that at some point. But just to answer this question, I would first say keep busy and focus on what you need. Focus on what you need in a person and realize that if this person's not going to be there for you, then you don't want to be with them anyways. And I feel like the first step is realizing that it's a no hope situation. So you already got past the part of like, do I want to fight for them? Do I not? Like if you already know it's a no hope situation, girl, just like, uh uh-uh, be gone. They don't need you. You don't need, you definitely don't need them. So yeah, just keep yourself busy. Focus on yourself. Do what makes you happy. Go hang out with friends. Go casually dating if you want. Like go just get some free food, some free drinks from people. I don't know how old you are. But just live your life for once. Like if you were in a, I don't know if it was like a long relationship or just like a short one, but just do things that you like didn't get to do while you were in the relationship and just have fun and keep yourself busy. Yeah, for sure. And like if you're worried about like getting over that specific person and like not finding somebody, there's so many people out there. And when you're not looking for it and you're just like doing you and living your life and being happy, that's when the right person will walk into your life. And I know it sounds cliche, but... Just do things that you like to do and focus on you right now because, they, I mean, he's not focusing on you. So he or she isn't focusing on you. So why are you wasting your energy on them? It's got to be 50-50. They need to put in just as much energy as you. So they ain't worth it. Yeah. So tell them, boy, bye. Hit them with the peace sign. <laughs> and just cut off. Like, don't don't communicate with him. Don't try to, like, drag it on with him. Just, like, uh-uh. Let it go erase whatever you need to honestly what i do well what i used to do for my ex is um pictures that i didn't want to delete because like i looked good in them i would just photoshop chicken nuggets over his face so then it's just like i have like a prom picture of me and chicken nuggets we'll post it on the instagram great yeah super funny there's like another one if you just want to if if you need to be that person where you need to block them on social media like if seeing them just kind of like brings you back like do whatever you got to do don't care about like what they have to say about it like, live for you and not for the, the other person or, like, what anyone else is saying. I agree. So, all right. that is that. We could probably go on, like she said, all day about breakups, which we've both been through a few. So, I feel like we've lived and we learned. So, I'm excited for that episode to help you guys out because I feel like that's advice that we all need at some point. I all agree. Right, so... The next question is advice for moving away from home. And we both did this. I did it when I was 17. And then Lexi just did it for college. So what do you, what would you say? I mean, I feel like I moved away before college. So it was kind of a different experience for me because like I said, I was 17. But I also moved in with my aunt and my cousins. So I still had family with me. I was just across the country. So first I would say, I mean, it's going to be tough. You're going to miss your family, but it's also so exciting. Like moving to a new place 
yes, it's scary, but you can literally not start over, but you can be yourself and meet people and you don't have to worry about any past drama or anything that happened before. And you can literally just explore a brand new place. And to me, that always is like an exciting feeling. Eventually, it's going to settle down and you're going to miss home. But just know that, I mean, now it's even easier with FaceTime and things like that. And you can always plan trips. FaceTime call away. Yeah, and I know even now when Gabby and I are like sad or we're stressed, like we can easily just call each other or call our parents or whatever. So, I mean, it's tough, but focus on all the exciting parts of moving to a new place if you can and exploring new things and just sort of, I don't know, starting a new chapter in your life. And if you have to, if you get like super homesick or you just like always want something to look forward to, I would say like plan trips to go back home well in advance so that way you always know that like the next time you're going to see them or the next time you're going to be there so that way you don't just have to be like wondering every single day if you like miss them that much so just kind of like plan trips in advance write a countdown if you need to but honestly I think with FaceTime now even without having like getting to be with people in person at least just getting to FaceTime them even if you need to every single day it definitely makes it easier. I agree. And another thing you can do, another little thing, is bring things from where you live now from home to make the new place feel like home. Like I know I had pictures up in my wall. We talked about this in our dorm essentials mm-hmm. video but or podcast. But bring pictures from home. Bring any blankets from home. Just things that make your new home feel like home so that when you are sad or – big thing for me is candles. When I have a candle – it reminds me of wherever I got the candle and it's just something that sort of distracts me from what I'm currently doing and just makes everything feel more homey. So do things like that. I know that too. they also have those like homesick candles that I personally haven't tried yet, but I think they're really cool and they, I don't know how they do it, but I guess they smell like the scent of your like home state. So they have like, have you never heard of those? I've heard of them, but I didn't think they actually smell like states. I yeah, it's just... supposed to be something like, I don't know, like I guess if you had... I'm trying to think of like a specific state that's like known for something. Like, I guess like Florida, like the Florida candle would probably smell like beachy and like sunshine, stuff that would make you think of that. What would buffalo candles smell like? Buffalo chicken wings? <laughs> I have no idea. Hot sauce? <laughs> Great. Yeah, awesome. I'm going to look into that. Sweat. <laughs> what would eerie smell buffalo, like? Buffalo. Nothing. wing. I know. I was going to say, I like couldn't think of anything. That's why I had to go to Florida Dirt. because that was the only thing that I could think of that had like a nice scent to it. Okay, so if you live in a regular old state, you probably don't want to go get <laughs> homesick candles. I'm sure there's still, like, a scent that you can associate with home. I don't know. Okay. So basically, <laughs> just, yeah, FaceTime whenever you need to. Don't feel like you're ever bothering people. I mean, hopefully. Hopefully your family would miss you, too. And they would just answer all the time. But pictures are a big thing. Candles. Just kind of whatever makes you feel at home is probably the best way to, like, transition into it. And be excited. That's such an exciting time moving away. Yeah. You're free. For like probably the first time in your life. So enjoy like it and make the best parent. of it. Make some new friends. Try and some new be hobbies. be safe. Don't be stupid. That's just, yeah. you, know, you don't Well, you don't have parents to protect you. Just like don't be stupid. Be safe, you know? Yeah, just be the same person you were at home just in a new place. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. okay. Going on and on. Just go Moving to the next one. Moving on. 
<laughs> so this question kind of goes along with a different one actually but the first question says how do i handle mean friends and then there's another question that's super long i'm just kind of going to summarize it for you guys so she was saying that she has a great friend group and everybody has been super close and they usually don't have drama and things like that. However, one of the girls in her friend group has recently become more interested in spending time with other friends who do sort of things that aren't great. Smoking, drinking a lot, drugs, things like that. She said that she's been blaming her for leaving her out, but she decides to go hang out with new people and spreading rumors around. And basically they said they tried talking to her, but it didn't work and she doesn't want to be friends anymore, which is sad. So these two sort of tie in together. So how do you deal with mean friends? Oof, we had a say, lot of Lexi this. Lexi had. I, yeah. Mine especially, yeah. I really girls. Didn't. I just didn't hang from out from like, people. Yeah, girls from like the <laughs> age of sixth grade until honestly the end of, uh, like towards the end of high school are just drama that's why i like didn't really have drama because i just stayed away i had like my select friend group but honestly i was so busy with cheer that i just hung out with those people instead and those people just like get you better because we just had so much more in common with that group of friends it was i was kind of had like the opposite situation where my cheer friends were like my good group of friends and then my school friends were the ones that kind of did way more of the partying so i just kind of like steered away from them I hung out with my cheer friends way more, but Lexi definitely had like the girl like drama select phase. girl group drama like in middle school especially, and then I think once high school came around, I mean I hung out with my guy friends or just girls from softball. And I think you found a better group of friends definitely yeah, in high school for sure. Um, but in middle school it was so bad. So a quick little <laughs> quick little backstory: I had a group of friends, then I feel like those girls just like kept changing different groups, and because I wasn't a partier, I kind of got pushed to the side. But I used to get made fun of for my teeth. <laughs> People used to call me Bucky in middle school, so that was like ugh, traumatic. But middle school drama is not fun. I don't know. She didn't say how old she is, but it, probably middle school or high school. Actually, probably high school. I'm thinking. But so, how do you deal with mean friends? Honestly, it is not worth the drama. I was gonna say, just don't deal with them. It's like sad as, and I know it's not that easy at all. No, for sure. Like but when that stuff with, was like, happening to me. I was so sad and I was like, why can't I just make friends? Like, why am I struggling so hard? But it's not a reflection on you. Just know in your heart, like, that just be nice to everybody and the right friends will walk into your life. And if they don't, you can find new ones later in life. Like, I didn't find my, like, two best, best friends from college until, like, probably halfway through college. And, like, I definitely have great friends. That's okay. (laughs) I definitely have great friends, like, from growing up and things like that that I still keep in contact with. But, like people that I see on a regular basis like once college hit I found like a solid little girl group I mean and I realized the importance of friendship and things like that it also helps Gabby and I hung out together always because we're really close in age and things Mm. like that so we hung out at home a lot but she says that but anytime she would have a friend over I was not allowed to hang out with her so listen yeah we hung out when we were alone but that was it (laughs) she was too cool for me well now you're the opposite so (laughs) But to the girl with like the long story, I think just like you said, you have a good group of friends. So you don't need her. You absolutely like she's bringing you down. She's causing you this stress and this trouble. But as much as it sucks, like you unfortunately can't fix her and you just kind of have to let her go do what she wants to do. And I'm sure eventually she's going to realize it and she'll come back and you guys can talk it through. And I'm sure you guys in the future will be friends again. But for this part of her life i guess she just 
is going her separate ways and that's fine because you deserve to also be living your life to make you happy and not to try to you know like make her happy yeah I think everybody grows and matures at different rates and you know people just naturally grow apart like I can't tell you the amount of friendships that I've had where nothing happened we just grew apart and it sounds like the same kind of thing is happening and it might be a little bit more dramatic if she's starting any drama but you said the right thing you tried to talk to her about it in a nice way it didn't work so it's just time to let her go and maybe she'll realize you know you guys were her real friends and she'll come back but for right now anything that's not bringing you happiness you do not need like there's nothing that this girl brings to your life that is so like it's so necessary that you keep it there that you have to put up with this so I mean as hard as it is just let her do her thing and you know maybe she'll realize it and come back and you guys can be friends again but for right now it sounds like it's just not a good matchup and then for the other question of just like the very general like how do you deal with mean friends I don't know if that's like your whole friend group like you're just feeling left out or if it's a specific friend but like personally I like I always had school friends and I had like a a decent like two or three pretty much my entire life growing up that I do still talk to but I think the best way to make like genuine good friendships is through like hobbies because you already know you have things in common that's why like my best friends always came from cheerleading because they just got me and they understood me we had the same lifestyle that's why like when I said I literally don't have friends in college it's because I don't I go there I go to school and I leave because those people just like don't get my lifestyle they don't you know we don't like have things like that in common I don't go like build cars in my free time like a lot of them do like I just don't that's just not what I do so like I find my friendships in other ways so if you're having a hard time finding them at school just try to like either join like a specific club at school or go do something like outside of school but I think that's like the best way to make friends because you're you know you're finding friends that have something in common with you yeah and as far as handling mean friends if you currently have friends that are being mean to you I mean, I would say respectfully bring it up. Say, hey, this is like hurting my feelings and I'd appreciate it if we could talk about this. And if it doesn't work, again, you do not need these people in your life. Life is too short to deal with people who are mean to you. And I, I think it took us both a long time to realize that, that you can't control other people's actions. And if they're gonna be like that, then you do not need them in your life. And that's just that. And it's sad, but just like anything else, you'll get over it and you'll find friends that, make life a whole lot easier so i would say how do you handle mean friends you just don't you just (laughs) yeah and girl drama sucks and if you're listening to this and you're one of those like popular catty girls just don't don't be i some of the things that like thinking back on it that like people have said honestly to lexi like just because she dealt with girl drama a lot more than i did because like i said i really didn't have friends at school but just like who says those things oh my gosh who does that why are you constantly bringing drama into your life yeah it's like insane join a sport or something get fulfilled in other ways anything literally anything (laughs) just yeah leave the drama out of it unfortunately it's just how the world works and i'd like to say that mean people go away but they don't (laughs) you just have to learn how to better deal with them and how to pick and choose the people you want in your life and you know you just slowly learn that but again for both of these girls I think you will come out better on the other side because of this just stay true to yourself and know that these people are probably experiencing something within themselves that they don't like and that's why they're acting like this it's not a reflection of you it's a reflection of them so don't take it to heart and just keep doing you
and i also want to say just always be the bigger person don't ever feel like you need to stoop down to their level to try to like get back at them or try to like i don't know like fight back with them just don't just be the bigger person just try to move on or at least just like always be the nice one in those situations because it'll definitely be better in the end all right next question i guess it's not even a question okay this one says I'm a senior and going to college soon, but I haven't decided where I'm going. I'm a dancer and have been performing my entire life. I'm worried that if I go to college, I'm going to be miserable and hate it and regret it because I can't see myself working a regular nine to five job the rest of my life. Girl, I don't think any of, well, I'm sure some people do, but like the thought of having a nine to five job the rest of my life makes me want to die. I don't want to do it either, but I don't think I ever took that and like had it stop me from going to college because besides the actual degree which I mean is helpful and you can use do so much with a degree a degree and I feel like nowadays like there's so many jobs out there that aren't a nine-to-five job that are available for you but college just gives you so many experiences that I feel like you can't get anywhere else no I think I grew up more in the four years of college like those four years than I did any other time like that quickly that being said if there's a career you want or a life path that doesn't require college, don't just yeah. go if, like, to go. If you are going to be miserable and hate it, it is not worth it. It's not worth the money. It's not worth the stress. No. It's not worth the waste of time. Absolutely. However, if you don't know what you want to do, but you know you want to go to college, you don't have to know what you want to do. People change their major all the time. And also, I suggest maybe starting out at a community college if you don't want to waste so much money and all that you're not going to get the full experiences is like living moving away living in a dorm and at like a big university but if you at least want to try it out try to take a few classes until you figure out what you want to do that's definitely a good way to save money yeah for sure and don't compare yourself to other people everybody is on their own timeline I mean look Gabby's graduating this year and she's gonna be done with school and I'm older than her and I'm still in school because Mm -hmm. my path is just different than Gabby's and that's just how it is like all my friends are working right now and I'm still in school and yeah it's discouraging but I know like it'll be worth it eventually so it's just don't compare yourself to other people and just focus on you and what you want and everything will be good. So I think what you really need to do is truly just sit down whether it's with a guidance counselor, a parent, or just like someone you feel comfortable talking to this about and someone that kind of has like knowledge of everything and just kind of map out like all the different options and really weigh the pros and cons of each so you know if it's worth it to go to college or if you're like going for a total different career path that you don't want to go to college and you don't need it. But I think you need to just like sit down and just like literally map out everything to be able to actually make like a good decision. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know about your school, but where we went, I mean, we had awesome guidance counselors and Mm -hmm. they, if I had any questions about schools or things like that, they were right there to answer. Also, the internet is an awesome tool. You can read other people's experiences or look up schools or programs or careers and there's so much information out there. So I would say don't stress and just, you know, start looking, do some research. Yeah. You ready for the next one, Lex? Yes, so the next one that I have found is I need to stop procrastinating. Any advice? We're all there at times, some of us more than others. I don't know. I'm the kind of person that naturally, like, procrastinating stresses me out more. Yeah, I love definitely. I'm the opposite of a procrastinator. I love to make to do lists. Yeah, I love to make to do lists. So, my number one advice would be 
literally write down I mean of course I would say in a planner some people prefer like on their phones or things like that but write down what you need to do when it's due and make realistic goals of when you can accomplish that yeah and I think also prioritize it with the things that need to be done most important at the top so that way you're not just like spending time doing probably like more fun stupid stuff that like you don't mind doing like if you have an assignment that like has a due date and you need to get it done or just something else that like is of more importance like as much as you don't want to do it it's going to feel so much better just doing that first on the list and checking it off and then you have the rest of the day to do everything else plan in fun things too like give yourself breaks and plan in breaks so that you're more motivated to do the things you actually have to do I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were actually talking about a new way that they heard I'm sure from someone to make a to-do list so I know that I'm gonna start doing this because I'm the kind of person where once I like have all these thoughts in my head of all the stuff I have to do like I get so stressed out that I don't want to do anything and so what they were saying is is make a to-do list and a would be nice if I got done list so like for me (laughs) sometimes I stress about the dumbest things and I have reminders for the dumbest things in my phone and so instead of reminders on her phone Instead of getting stressed out about those things, like, for example, right now, my office is an absolute mess. And would I absolutely love to just sit here and organize everything and put all the furniture together and do all that? Yes. However, I have exams this week. So what I would do is I would write to do, study for my exams. Would be nice if I completed the office. So that that way, if you do finish everything on your to-do list, then you can start the other stuff. But there's no need to stress about it. So I don't know, just one way to start planning things out, I guess. And something that I've learned throughout, um, basically with just like school assignments, there's times where you go to sit down in an assignment and you are just not in the mood. You can't focus. You're constantly getting distracted. In times like that, I wouldn't say it's procrastinating, but just like reschedule when you're doing that. Because there are times where I'm like, I have a video to edit, but I need to get school done. And I tell myself, obviously school is more important. I need to do school right now. And it's just taking me forever to finish like one problem. And I'm like, okay. This is clearly not worth it because I'm wasting time when I could at least be getting something else done. So I'll like close my school. I'll do something else. And then either later that night or like if I have to take a nap first, if I have to watch a YouTube video first, just kind of like whatever I need to do, I will just like take a break and just close the assignment until I'm in a better like headspace. And then that way I can get the actual assignment done way faster than me just trying to sit there and force myself to do it. Oh, I just spilled water everywhere. Pause, Good please. job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Who asked the last question? I don't even remember. Was it you? Yeah, it was you. Okay. <laughs> so, going into the next one. Um, this one's kind of a relationship one, but kind of on the different end. So, hey, saw your story and thought I'd send in a question. How do you know when you should stop fighting for a relationship? Like, when is when is enough enough? So, this is kind of like before the breakup. I think... If you're just at a point where it's causing you more damage than it is good or if like things have just gone too much downhill. I don't think you need to go right into ending it, but I think that kind of should just set like an alert off in your head that like, okay, we either need to talk about it and try to fix something. If nothing's getting fixed, then I would say maybe go into potentially ending it. I would say once you've given the other person a chance to hear you out and like really listen to what's bothering you and if they still 
haven't put in the effort to you know make those changes and if your communication is just not going anywhere then that's the point where you just need to realize okay this is no longer serving me I need to step away Um, but again make sure you have had that open line of communication because if not that person's never going to know that you know what they're doing just assume that they know that you're upset about certain things and like you can't get mad that they're not fixing it if you've never brought it up to them and you haven't told them how it makes you feel but at the same like when people say that you if someone wants to be with you like you'll know you would definitely know like if they're making an effort that they want to like continue fighting for this and like they want to be together you'll definitely be able to tell and if there's none of that then I think that's like a good sign that at least for right in that moment, maybe it's not the right time to be together. Yeah, I agree. Short and sweet. That's my advice for that. Yeah, but definitely like communication is key. So definitely sit down and have like a grown adult conversation with them and try to talk it out because it's always better trying to fix it than having to totally just cut ties. So the next question I see is I recently joined the cheer squad at my uni, which means she probably doesn't live in the U.S., which is really cool. So I'm very curious to see where you're from. Um, It says, I'm a bigger girl and I feel like I get judged because of it. Do you have any advice on staying body positive in a sport where most people, girls especially, are seen to be super skinny? So this one, I would say I totally understand where it's coming from. Like if you think of the stereotypical cheerleader, like you think, oh my gosh, like she's blonde, she's skinny. But you need to understand that and other people need to understand that there's so many roles on a cheer team that maybe somebody who's muscular or you know we need people that literally I say we I don't cheer anymore but there needs to be people that you know are all shapes and sizes to make a team work like you don't need oh, absolutely if everyone was like the size of a flyer then like what would be the point stunts couldn't go up right right like, you need people happen. with muscle you need you know people that have the strength to lift these girls in the air and I think you just need to realize that you have your own place on that team and you're there for a reason and you know, just keep working hard and people will realize that I doubt you are getting judged because I think a lot of times it's hard for us because we, you know, think everybody's judging us because that's how we treat ourselves is we judge ourselves. Um, But just keep being yourself and I think that it'll show that you're meant to be on that team and what your role is and that you don't need, you know, to be stick thin to be a good cheerleader. Yeah, you, you made the team. So, like, obviously the coach you know like has this idea of like a certain role that you're going to play on the team so you're I don't think ever like question just being a cheerleader because obviously you're good enough like you got past that point but also know that if you do feel like people are judging you or if people are judging you then that definitely comes from like their own insecurities first but just know that like everyone you look at also has their own insecurities so whether you feel insecure insecure about your body and like you're like oh my god this other girl she's so skinny she's so pretty I guarantee in her head she's thinking the same thing like oh I wish I had what you have and in some aspect we always think the grass is greener on the other side and we think that other people have you know all the right traits and in reality you just need to focus on what is great about you and what makes you unique and I think you'll start to see that you're great just the way you are absolutely you are beautiful girlfriend so don't think any different all right all right (laughs) next question um okay let's see what do i have hey guys could you talk about how you afford to go to college i live in australia and i'm thinking about doing my master's degree in the u.s but everything is so expensive over there crying emoji 
Yeah. College. Ugh. College and life is so expensive. It's a scam. <laughs> um, College so, makes you pay for everything. It's like, oh, you want to take a breath here? That'll be $10. Oh, dental here? school is the $400. worst. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Dental school is even worse. that you have to pay the for. The supplies. So for every practical, I basically have to buy a new gingiva because if there's any, which is like the gummy, like fake gums on the type knot, and if there's any defects, you have to buy a new one. It's $30 every time you buy a new one. Like, oh, it's my insane. My favorite is when classes are like, the okay, scantron? so our homework's online. So you oh. have to pay $100 to do your homework. You have to pay on top of the tuition and everything else you pay to do homework. Well, didn't you have like, to buy what? scantron sheets too? I had to do that for one class, but they're like 25 cents. But some but schools yeah, make still. you do that too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so anyways, bottom line, school's freaking expensive and I'm going to have a lot of student debt. However, <laughs> things you I can do. I got really lucky yeah. because I was the second child and I got a 75% scholarship for academics. So my college was pretty much free. Just she got loan money because I was already in college and because And I was already FIU. in state because I lived here a year before. So I just yeah. got like super lucky with the system. Lexi, on the other hand, not did so not. Much. So we're going to mainly focus on her. But scholarships are huge. Apply to every single scholarship that you can. There's so many that go wa- yes. to waste because people don't apply. So literally, if you have any sort of connection to the scholarship and you have any of the criteria apply because you never know and a lot of them have the same essays honestly what saved me yeah a lot of them have like the same application stuff so just keep all that in a folder and you can just reuse it and just change what the scholarship is for but scholarships are huge i mean loans i'm gonna have loans to pay back but one thing that i think i am really proud of that i've done is i've saved a lot from working so that i use my loan money just for school so that i can use you know, money I already have for living expenses so that I'm not accruing more debt. So if you can, I would say just start saving. And I know that's not the most fun answer, but save money and it'll be worth in the end because you'll have less student debt. But there are loans out there and there's financial aid for everybody. It's just paying that back sucks and it is expensive. So I feel you. A little thing, although I know you said you're getting your master's, so that could be like completely different. But for anyone that's like is listening to this question and like for undergrad, do not waste your money on textbooks. I am so glad that I probably cumulative my four years have spent maybe like $150 total on textbooks. And it amazes me that people don't realize that because I mean, I get emails all the time from FIU before the semester starts and they're like, oh, time to buy your books. Come to the bookstore. If you buy books from the bookstore every single semester, you're paying what like three hundred dollars a semester if not more yeah a lot of times you don't even need the book for your class and if you do you can rent it online for cheaper and just send it back because you're probably not going to need it or there's some online online. yeah like our school the library has like a free database where you can log in and just get the book for free online like it's the online version never 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 ever 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 buy a textbook before you sit in the class go to the first week of class listen to the professor say the words from his mouth that you will need the textbook for a specific reason and then even maybe wait another week to see if you really need it because so many times they say you're going to need it and then they end up putting it on the overhead projector and you like would probably never use it at home i've never bought a physical textbook if anything all of mine are just like the online version because it's way cheaper anyway but i think that's like a huge way to save money that somehow a lot of people don't realize so but another thing like yeah it's expensive but like go you for wanting to get your master's and it's like an investment oh yeah like if you think that it will really help your career i say go for it and it sucks like i mean i get it trust me i'm investing a lot of money in dental school right now 
But the reason I originally did that was because to me, it's it was pay off worth it. It'll pay sure. off in the end. Like I'll be able to pay that debt back and I'll be able to make money. Another thing for all you people with loans out there, don't just go spending your extra loan money. Like return it because you're going to have to pay that back later. So just be smart about your money. Live, you know, don't live above your means. Like just focus on what you can afford and save some money and you'll be just fine. But go you for wanting to go get your master's. That's awesome. Also, I'm jealous you live in Australia. Yeah, wait, I want to go there. <laughs> right. But I hope you're safe. I hope, oh, yeah. you know, everyone in your life is safe in Australia right now with everything going on. But thanks for writing in and good luck with everything. And let us know, you know, what school you go to if you decide to come to the U.S. That's Yeah, and like what really state cool. and everything. That'd be super fun. Yeah. To learn. Okay, so this next question, um, again, it's a lengthy question, but to sum it up, she started her own business and she does have other jobs on the side. She is a shyer person and tends to, you know, stay stay shy until people get to know her. Um, she usually isn't the first one to go out and talk to people, but she wants to expand her business and get out of her comfort zone. So any advice for that? So I would say Gabby has some advice for this because she used to be on the shire side so i I still am i'm one of those like until you get to know me sometimes i i feel bad because i feel like some people think i might be standoffish but really i am just so shy and until i actually like know you i feel like i just am like scared to talk to people so but i think a huge way honestly to kind of like go around this issue is social media social media is a huge like platform to market a business on yeah, and for that way sure. you have to talk to people one-on-one, like, in person. So I think that's a, a huge thing to start out if it's, like, that bad that you don't feel comfortable going out and talking to people. But I feel you, girl, on that one. I would say also I start to. with people you already know because then they can tell people they know and they can yes. kind of do the work and for word you. word of mouth is, like, huge. Yeah. yeah. So besides, you know, starting a social media page to market your business, start with people that you already feel comfortable talking to and ask them to tell their friends and then they'll tell their friends and then that's kind of how businesses get started is just word of mouth and people spreading it so I mean I think it's great that you're taking that step and starting your business and I think that you have what it takes just from you know writing in and telling us like all about what you do so I would say just take that and market yourself and your business to whoever you feel comfortable with and I think that it'll get out there the more you spread it also think that if it's something that you do really want to do then just force yourself to do it like the very first time and i feel like with stuff like that it's it never always bad is bad it's, yes. be. it's always worse in it's your head way worse in your head exactly as soon as you actually go do it you're gonna be like okay that wasn't bad i can do that again and then it's like something to be proud of like you went outside your comfort zone and you did something that's gonna you know like benefit your business benefit your life and what's the worst that's gonna happen someone's gonna be like no thank you like okay then, on to the okay, next you person you probably never have to see them again right, right. and if you do oh well so, i'm yeah. learning that slowly that like what's the worst that happens if you put yourself out there like literally nothing they could just say no okay great like <laughs> you live and you learn have it sucks in the really moment like, but that's how you you know grow the, end of the world step right. out of your comfort zone and that's where growth happens but good luck to you and your business and I think you are yeah, on the so right congratulations track. Congratulations on that. Starting a business. That's cool. All right. I got one more question. I don't know how many you have, but I think I'll have go. one more after that as well. Advice on college. How will I be able to juggle school, work, and hopefully the dance team? So, I mean, I do school, 
technically I have two jobs because I work at Top Gun and then I do social media on the side, which is literally like a full-time job on its own. There's so much that goes behind that. And then I do competitive cheerleading. And then I also have like my relationship and my life outside of that. So it is not easy. But I think, honestly, you make time for the things that you want to do. So if it's, if you know, there's all this stuff that you really, really, really want to do, you're going to figure it out. But I think a huge thing with college is you get to pick your own schedule. So definitely do that. You know, maximize your time. Unfortunately, if you have stuff, right, if you have to work and have dance at the at night, as much as you don't want to do like an early class or even an eight a.m., if that's gonna make your life easier because you get to do the things you enjoy, just do it, get it over with. Because that's what I know. A lot of people are like, so like, why? Like, when are you gonna stop cheering? Like, are you gonna cheer next year or whatever? And that was like all throughout college. And I was like, if I didn't do cheerleading, I would go to school and work. And I was like, when am I going to enjoy myself? So, like, I made my schedule so that I have time to do the things I love. Because if not, then I would probably be miserable. Yeah. I think I'm on a similar, you know, thought process as Gabby. But think of the person you admire most. Like, think of your number one, like, person you look up to and realize that you have the exact same amount of time in the day that they do. Like, There's no reason that people are like, oh, you know, I mean, I say it all the time, like, oh, I don't have time for that. But like, how many hours do you sit on your phone Mm -hmm. at night? Like, there's so many things that you can do to maximize your time to get everything done and still have time to like relax. So that being said, like she said, if you make your own schedule, take advantage of that and schedule, you know, pack up your classes on certain days a week so that you have other ones off or start your classes earlier in the morning so that you have the afternoons off to do what you want to do. And balance is something that I don't think anybody can just perfectly master. Like, I think everybody is going to try to... It's hard to balance your social life and school and work and hobbies and just all of that. But give priority to the things that mean the most to you and then everything else, just fit it in when you can. And that's really all I got for that. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of... I wouldn't say lucky because it's honestly not that great, but... I like to keep busy I a lot of times I like kind of don't know how to relax or let myself relax so I enjoy keeping myself busy and doing so much I feel like I would not know what to do with my life if I didn't have cheer every single night of the week so like I feel like you just make time for the things that you love and you want to do so you'll definitely figure it out it might be hard at first but in like little things like if you have to make if you have to meal prep food or like you know one thing that I would say is with school because like honestly the last thing that I enjoy doing of my entire life is school so I get those like assignments or just classes whatever you like done first thing that way the rest of your day is to like enjoying the things you want to do and enjoying your life so that I feel like we rambled on but I hope everything goes well so my last question is another breakup question so we're just going to keep this one brief but she said dealing with a breakup when you had been together for a long time and thought they were the one so i don't like the saying the one because i think there's multiple people out there for everybody and you can make it work with more than one person that's the thing is like just meeting somebody and loving them is not enough to make it work so and i feel like someone can be the one for different parts of your life so maybe they were the one while you were i don't know how old you are like while you were in high school or just think of the person you were at the beginning of the relationship and the person you are now or same for them like maybe they're a completely different person and like how can you say they're the one if they're not even the same person that you were 
with to begin with people just grow differently and people change and yeah i don't think you ever need to tell yourself that like oh my god that was my one person that i was meant to spend forever with there's so many people out there so many there's so many better people there's gonna be someone that treats you better and you don't even have to get to this point with things happen for a reason you didn't waste your time you learned a lesson you know what you want and i would say again it goes back to just keeping busy and focusing on you and that person will come into your life when you're ready for them so i would say don't dwell on it i feel like when when you're in a relationship you're in that like honeymoon phase or whatever you always think that's person that person's the one like looking back on my first relationship like i can't believe i ever thought that with that person like once you get into like a new relationship or even just like a new same thing goes with like friendships and everything like you're gonna find someone else and you're it's i guarantee it's gonna be better than the last one and it's gonna make you even forget about that not like forget about that person but like forget that you ever had those feelings and like that thought that they were going to be the one forever it's definitely going to change and get better so yeah focus on you hang out with your friends do things you love and realize that there's a reason that you're not together and that's okay and people change and things will happen for a reason and you'll find you know the next one and you'll just live and learn and grow until you find somebody that you can tolerate for a long period of time I also feel like as much as breakups suck and you don't want to go through them, I feel like it's honestly one of the greatest things that can happen in our lives. Because See, I've and I told so Gabby that myself. when she went through her breakup, yeah. I told her, I was like, you're going to look back and be like, I am so glad this happened to me because I learned so much about myself in that span of time. You grow Absolutely. so much after a breakup. So take and advantage then, like, of that. After you get through it, like knowing how strong you were to get through that is just, yeah, it's definitely something that I think everyone needs to go through. So, and they know, get easier get every time. every now and then because <laughs> you learn a lot through it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So good luck with that. I know you'll find someone <laughs> and everything will be just fine. I don't so, know what Lake's I saying, but I can hear him in the background. He's, he's, he's yelling in the background because I just said that it was like a good thing. He said, oh, you're ready for round two? You want me to dump you again? <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's another well, that thing, was, though if like someone is the one they could still be the one but just people are in different parts of their lives at this time if you need to take time apart do it and then if you grow back together who cares it's like kind of a you still get to like start fresh kind of because they're almost like a different person yeah but with that being said that was fun we'll probably do another one of these you know in a bit if you guys liked it (laughs) Yeah, we'll let us know. For some more or questions. let us know if you like some of these more where you guys get to kind of have an input of the episode. So if we did like story times or just like something where you guys can comment in like this because I thought it was really fun because I feel like we get to answer like exactly what you guys want to hear. So I did want to put involved. in, I did want to put in a new little segment to the end of the podcast. I don't if know you what listen this is, so this is on, a surprise to me. If you listen on Apple Podcast, you know that you can rate and review. So... What I want to do is I want to actually read one of the reviewers because you guys are so nice and hopefully this will persuade you to you know go on and leave a little review. We really want to know what you guys like to hear because we don't know what you guys like to hear. We know what we like to listen to for other podcasts, but leave a review. Tell us what you like and we can give you, you know, some more of that. But that being said, I want to read this one. So this is from omg.lizzie underscore. And she said, 
loving this. I've never been into podcasts, but I've always followed Gabby on Instagram. And when she posted that her and her sister had a podcast, I thought, why not take a look at it? As I've been listening to it, I've lost track of time. I love the small chit chat and I can't wait for more episodes. Since they're sisters, I feel like it's easier to listen to them talk because they're not awkward radio broadcasters who don't really know how to talk to one another. They easily keep the conversation going and I can't wait to hear what they talk about next. That was so nice. Thank you. Thanks. But I just want to give you guys some credit and shout you out for the awesome reviews because honestly, you guys have been so, so supportive since we started this podcast and I cannot thank you enough. So thank you for that. Yes, and thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you guys made it through the whole episode and I hope you guys enjoyed. And thanks for tuning in to Chicken Noodle Scoop. See you next week.